Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yeah, it was a tremendous night uh, at Tabcorp Park Menangle last night for our very own caller Fred Hastings and uh, he joins us right now and he'll tell us why. Freddie, good morning. Yeah, good day, Simon. Yeah, it was a terrific night of racing but uh, just uh, lovely to uh, be involved in a very small way in the, uh, the win of a horse uh, in terms of ownership. I very, very small part, but uh, calling your own winning a race, especially uh, in a metropolitan uh, at a metropolitan meeting, was uh, was quite something. It's certainly something I'll never forget, mate. Owning one percent of something is better than a hundred percent of nothing. Well, that's the old uh, Keithyism, isn't it? The old <laughs> nothing uh, story, which we've shared with our our listeners in the past. But yeah, no, he went he went really well. Uh, he was the first of a double for uh, BPM Bloodstock. Uh, uh, heaven on high, he went 152.4, one by seven metres, and uh, David Thorne and uh, Jack Trainer combining. And uh, I can report hot off the press, uh, literally only moments ago I received a video from trainer David Thorne. Uh, the horse is going to uh, have a, a short let-up. Uh, he's done a good job. His four runs have yielded two wins, a second and a group two third. Uh, he's going to have a, a short break and then come back and be uh, no doubt... Uh, ready to uh, attack races over the summer period. And the other BPM Bloodstock winner was uh, the Pink Diamond, one of the features last night for the uh, New South Wales Harness Breeders. And Ideal in Dreams was able to score uh, at $23 fixed, uh, was much uh, uh, deeper or much wider in uh, betting on tote in 152.6. So a good night for them. The fast class race, Simon, very nice horse called I Cast No Shadow. Hard one in 150.5. Uh, but uh, they were some of the highlights for the Pacers ranks. But the feature last night was a Group 2 trot, and uh, one good thing about this race is the winner was to gain a golden ticket through to the Inter-Dominion Trotters series coming up uh, over the uh, the, the, uh, November-December period, and a horse having its first Aussie start was to the full. 29-9 the next quarter, 60 and 2 the half, they're at the 600 metre mark in the cages, and Safaranheit picks them up and puts them down boldly, Phoebe Onyx second, coming away from the insiders, Sunny G to work around the Ruffy Mill Park Magic, and Overlove sneaks into it, they were followed then by further back, What's Up Majestic, saving ground the inner, further back then to Regal Attire, spots the leader 25 metres as Phoebe Onyx goes up now, and quickly throws down the challenge to the leader, which was Safaranheit, and goes for home here, the leader is Phoebe Onyx it dashes away, and over love Sunny G, they're trying to bridge the gap and they're clear then of Regal Attire here's and over love getting out after this leader, it's still Phoebe Onyx the leader, and over love's four metres adrift, it's not going to make the grade Phoebe Onyx is in front and too good, Phoebe Onyx wins the Trotters Cup and gets that golden ticket, goes home to beat and over love, G third's close Regal Attire did its best work late and has dived at uh, Sunny so G. So there we have it uh, Freddie, you call Last night of the Group 2 uh, Trotters Cup taken out by Phoebe Onyx over and over love and Regal Attire. Yeah, and uh, pleased to say that winning driver and a man who didn't just drive the winner of the Group 2 feature, he uh, picked up two other wins on the night. Robert Morris joins us now. Good morning, Rob. Morning, Fred. How are you, mate? Good. It was a good night at the office for you. Three wins, but uh, the Group 2 uh, having its first start, Phoebe Onyx, that must have thrilled the stable given... Uh, you know, the, the fact that was first up and taking on some nice horses. Yeah, that definitely. Um, he always had really good form lines in New Zealand and um, we're lucky enough to be able to purchase him probably just a touch over a month ago and, um, yeah, he stepped out and put his rifle forward last night, that's for sure. 
And in terms of his record coming into the race, uh, what attracted you know the, the connections and yourself to, to want to be involved in this horse? Was there something you saw in his racing over in uh, in the Shaky Isles? Uh, yeah, a friend of mine actually rung and said that um, he the owners were looking to move him on, and I got in touch with our agent Stewie Valentine, who purchases majority of, of Kerry Ann's New Zealand horses. We've had a lot of lot of success. He found Port of Prince as well. Um, and then when I had a good look, I've always known the horse. He's always raced the stronger grades in New Zealand and we're always watching them races and um, lucky enough we're in a position to um, to ring um, Mick Boots and um, he was more than happy to, to purchase him. So, um, yeah, we, we had a little bit of luck. And he, his form line was really good. You know, I think his last night in New Zealand, he ran second in Majestic Man, you know, and we all saw mm-hmm. what he did throughout the inter-series. So, um, yeah, his form line backed up good and I thought his purchase price was sort of nice. So we um, we went with him. And he seems a relaxed type. Is that how it appears from, well, feels from within the bike? Because, you know, up high watching him, he just looks like a really nice gated trotter who just seems to do everything right. He's actually a little bit funny. In his track work at home, he's been quite willing, you know, and I actually I, I had a conversation with Bob Butter had him, and he said to me, yeah, he'll be like that, but Rob, he'll, he'll be a kitten in the run. And honestly, as, as, as soon as the strands went, he just stepped, trotted, dropped the bit, found a helmet. You know, he was um, ultimate professional, which a lot of them New Zealand horses are. They're great horsemen over there. And, yeah, he was um, – He was. he's just – yeah, at home he's a little bit different to what he was at the races. Mm-hmm. Normally they relaxed at home and a bit fired up at the races, but not him. He was. Um, he knew his job and he settled straight into it. I guess that's uh, that's exactly what you want, really, in real terms. You want them to do you know, be at their best uh, on race day. And, and, Rob, you're off to the Theatre Dominion. Yeah, well, that's it. Look, I, I haven't even, you know, me and Kerry haven't even had a chat to Mick whether that's on the, the agenda with him or not. But yeah, well, look, we'd love to. Obviously, he's, um, he's if he can, you know, he's there now or he's in the heats at least. So I think when the rankings come out yesterday, I think Kerry said he was like forty, forty-five. So we don't have to worry about that now. He's um, he's in the heat. So yeah, obviously, it was only his first start in Australia, and you know, anything can happen in horse racing. We'll just let it go week by week, and. Um, yeah, hopefully he can um, he can get down to Melbourne and, and run a good race. The first of your uh, treble, Rob, was uh, a horse that I've got quite an opinion of, Porter Prince. Now, uh, well documented, Porter Prince came across uh, on the same flight as Heaven on High, a horse that uh, also won last night. And uh, both Heaven on High and Porter Prince have had a couple of stouches through the uh, the Carousel series, with your bloke coming out on top both times. But uh, uh, he again. Uh, was able to score Porter Prince, and he's just a, a really nice horse. And seems, and I'd love your opinion because I m- made mention of this last night to summer that he, he seems the sort of horse, the typical strong Kiwi who relishes a bit of a trip. Yeah, it, it's actually just the way it's worked out. He, he's lobbed them twenty three hundred better races through the carousel, and then we wanted to give him a fortnight between runs after the final. Just it's been a big sort of fortnight three weeks for him, and the way it landed. The up to 80 was 2300 again last night, but um, you know his first run in Australia, albeit probably not racing the caliber that he is now, he was super impressive getting beat over the mile. I don't think the mile worries him. I think he'll run a fast mile if he has to. But the beauty of that horse is, like you just touched on with the trotter, his his ability to relax and just cruise at such a high cruising speed, he wastes no extra energy. He's such a good gated horse, and um, yeah, he seems to be seems to be one of them Kiwis that. You know, when you buy them, you, you hope they can all turn out that way. 
And you are having, you did mention, you, you, you've got an agent there and you've had some good success with the Kiwi horses, but it hasn't always been necessarily the lucky lodge waiter to, to import horses. Um, and lately, it's just been a, a real good move because you're getting your hands on some good horses who are performing at their peak uh, and it's still got plenty of grades to work through. Yeah, that's right. You know, I think um, Kevin's actually got another couple coming over on the next plane, I think, next week. So, you know, it's, it's one of them things, um, you know, we've generally had, you know, we've got a lot of clients that breed their own, which is great. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of clients that buy from the yearly sales, which is even better. But we're also um, very lucky. We've got, a, you know, a few clients, like the clients that bought into Port of Prince and Bootsy and that, that are happy to, you know, buy going racehorses from New Zealand and, Sometimes you've got to syndicate him, like Porter Prince, you had to syndicate him. But yeah, we're just really lucky. And, you know, it's like anything, if you can get your hands on a nice horse, whether it be an Australian or, or, or a Kiwi, um, you know, it's just got to be good for business. And hopefully you're buying the right ones. Like I say to anyone, you can you can spend all the money in the world and not get one as good as Porter Prince. And, yep. you know, you can buy one. He wasn't very dear, Porter Prince. And look at the job he's doing. So, um, yeah, we're lucky. We've got still a Valentine. Um, he's got a lot of connections and. I really like the way he goes about his business, everything you, you see there in front of you, and um, we've had a lot of success buying for a stew, so, um, yeah, we're very lucky that way. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, the third of your wins, and I, and I really got a bit of a kick out of seeing this uh, this little mare win, uh, Little Bliss. Now, uh, she she's found a home, uh, you know, over the, the past uh, latter half of her racing career with Troy Williams, and just on that, Troy Williams is probably listening, I hope, Happy birthday, old mate. You, uh, you're able to get a, a celebration a night early, Rob, with Little Bliss winning. But she's she's just transitioned probably from April. It was almost like the light went on. She she almost exclusively raced at Penrith and had some success. But Troy started putting her in at Menangle. She's won five races there now. And, and, you know, she's run a stack of placings as well. She just seems to love the joint. Yeah, well, we sort of always had an opinion she was a really nice Penrith there. And- Something happened, and, and Troy took her to Menangle one day for the trials, I think, and I trialled her, and she ran through the line really good, and then he said, oh, I didn't know if she'd be a Menangle horse. We'll put her in on Tuesday, and she ran through the line really good, and then around came the regional championships, and she lobbed into a heat of them and found the line really good, and it, it just sort of progressed from there. But Troy's done a super job with this little mare, and if you had told me five months ago that she would have gone to Menangle and beat the likes of AG's White Sox and mm-hmm. Double Encounter and, and these horses that have turned up week in, week out at Menangle, um, you know, you probably would have thought it was a bit beyond her, but she's um she's really gone on to that next level and uh, yeah, we couldn't be any happier with her. Troy's done a super job and her owner, um, Ronnie Little, he has been a massive supporter of Troy. He's, I know he's given him a lot couple of babies this year again. So um yeah, it's good to see Troy he, he's, he's stepped out to be a professional trainer sort of two, three years ago, and um, he's done a really good job. He's done a great job, and I think, uh, I'm just trying to hark back, I, I think he, he was uh, involved, uh, Little Bliss, I think, won the Penrith Horse of the Year. That's how good she was at Penrith, and that probably gave that impression that she was really a small track horse, but but her performance, she ran fourth in that Group 1 final you were talking about, the, the regional. Um, a terrific performance, and... Uh, She's just gone on from strength to strength. And on Troy, you actually drove a winner for him on Thursday with Rosalito Rock. You had a winner at Newcastle, the third on the, the state premiership, Rob. Another good year. And I remember having a conversation with you about consistency and how you've been in that upper echelon of drivers 
think it's pretty much, you know, well over a decade. That must give you great satisfaction to still have those those performances ticking over. Uh, and you're still a young man, what, 31? It, it must be very satisfying. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's one of them things. We all have good and bad years. That's racing. You know, you've got bad good with the bad, but it's probably the thing that I'm most proud of. Um, you know, every year I sort of turn out the same numbers, the first, second, thirds and fourths. And, you know, it's um, I'm very lucky though. I'm very fortunate. i got a lot of, you know, obviously I've got Kerry and Stable behind me, which is quite big and, and powerful and, um, you know, likes of Troy Williams and, and there's a lot of trainers and I'm scared to, scared to name them all because I'm going to forget, you know, Roy Roots, but... Um, you know, they they support me a lot. And if I don't drive, I want to carry. So I've always got to drive for somebody else. So, um, yeah, we're lucky we're in that position. And, um, yeah, I'm very grateful. And, yeah, we don't take it for granted, that's for sure. Good on you. Now, look, before I let you go, you just mentioned Roy Roots, Jr. And uh, we have to wrap it up. But just quickly, the Black Prince, uh, last night he, he finished at the back of the field after what was a fairly... Uh, good drive. You had him in a good spot uh, from the barrier. How did he? Did, you know how he pulled up. Was there anything you know outwardly uh, see or seemingly amiss? Is everything okay with him? No, I actually um, I missed the missed the first phone call off your radio station. Actually, my phone's been on been on silent, and um, Archie must have had it last night. I've actually had a missed call off Roy, so I'll call him back after this. But yeah, he, he felt really well within himself, but he just felt a bit flat. So Roy told me last night he was going to get him checked out by the vet this week and um, go over him. It doesn't feel to be like it's a, a major issue. I'm sure Roy and his whole team will get their finger on it. We'll see the real black bridge bounce back real soon. Good stuff. Good on you, Rob. Well, look, again, as always, a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for your time. Well done on the treble. As I said, third on the... Uh, and uh, the winners just keep rolling in. Good luck for the, the rest of the season and the big uh, breeders' challenge races just around the corner. Thanks, Fred. Have a great day. Good on you. There he is... Uh, Simon, a very uh, affable Robert Morris. Uh, he's, he touched on that, his consistency. He hasn't won a, a premiership as such, but he's always in the top three or four and always churning out well over 100 winners, and that's something to be proud of, no doubt.